0: Hey, A.V. Clubbers, this is John Tatey, your senior editor, and that's right, it's time for another edition of Mom (laughs) on Pop, the podcast where my mom, Bonnie Tatey, weighs in on all sorts of pop culture. Mom, welcome back to your show. Thank
1: you. Thank you so much.
0: I'm excited. We've got a good show lined up today. I think we're going to do some uh, new Christmas specials. We all like the classics around Christmas, but uh, we've got the networks keep churning out new ones. They really, they really throw these at the wall every year to, to see what sticks. And uh, they've got two new potential traditions for us that Mom and I are going to talk about a little later on. But first, we've got to chat a little. Mom, how was your Thanksgiving?
1: Hectic, weird, terrible.
0: Yeah? I'm yeah. sorry I couldn't be there.
1: Well, you wouldn't have had a good time anyway. We lost power.
0: Oh Lord! Yeah, we
1: lost power, but anyway, we had to move everything up to Dad's studio, and it just got very discombobulated. Here is the sad part of my my traveling Thanksgiving, is that the Jello mold that I love, the congealed salad, with all the transporting of stuff back and forth, ended up in Maine, and they hate it. So it probably just got put down the garbage disposal. <laughs>
0: the main taties took the cranberry mold home and they they don't even like cranberries? No,
1: but it was very confusing. You know, it was very confusing when everybody was dispersing.
0: You know, I just like it out of the can.
1: I know, that's what everybody likes, but I like the congealed salad.
0: So I understand you have a question for me.
1: I do have a question for you. I don't understand this phrase with um, Kim Kardashian standing in her trash bag and everybody is saying she's breaking the internet. Is that like dropping the mic?
0: Um, No, that's funny though. Breaking the internet is uh, more like doing something so outrageous or so perfectly viral that people just lose it.
1: Well, This is is very sad to me if that's really (laughs) breaking the internet over such Nonsense. I don't
0: know what this is. Kim Kardashian, is she standing in a garbage bag?
1: I think she's standing in a garbage bag. She's all oiled up and her fanny is showing.
0: Oh, I s is this that magazine cover?
1: Yes, yeah, a magazine cover.
0: Oh, okay. I, I haven't really I've heard all about that. I haven't looked at it though. I may be the only one who oh, hasn't really? seen it. Yeah.
1: How the hell have you avoided it? It's everywhere.
0: I don't know. Let me take a look at it right now. Paper is that the one?
1: Paper, yes. So you were all into the, you know, latest and the greatest.
0: Oh, okay. I see it now. Well, yeah, and especially this podcast is, you know, we're
1: right. all up on the oh, butts it. and
0: everything. Yeah. Right. Um, okay. I see it now. Yeah. Um, break the internet. I guess. I guess she did break the internet because I know people have been talking about it a lot. And they've been tweeting about it. That's, that's all it means, really. It's something that people are going to spread all over their tweets and their Facebooks and the whatnot.
1: Okay. So it isn't like dropping the mic where you have the ultimate, funniest last word.
0: It is not quite like that, no. But it's, it's in the same constellation of uh, sentiment, I think. Okay. And that you've, you've wowed the audience.
1: All right. Are you wowed by that picture?
0: Um, well, it's an impressive butt, you've got to admit. Uh, you know, all else being equal, it is at least, uh, a copious derriere.
1: Well, well it's not like they're a rare commodity here in New Hampshire.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah?
1: Well, I just don't get it. I'm not, I just, I'm not sure I get it.
0: Well, I don't know that there's anything to get. Uh, it's a butt, you know, you, you it's like the Jennifer Lopez video. You remember that, right?
1: Yes. Uh, oh, yes, I do.
0: I think, yes. well, it's it's a little more sophisticated than that, but it's basically the same thing.
1: All right. So she, she attained what she was going for. Everybody's talking about me.
0: I believe she did. Okay. So Well, it, that, I'm going
1: to have to think of something like that myself, because, you know, sure. I'd like to be break in the internet
0: well you know i've got someone working on the uh cover art for mom on pop for itunes uh if you want us to do a take on the kim kardashian cover uh (laughs) no yeah okay that's we'll table that idea hey did you go out for black friday do get all your shopping done on black friday
1: yeah yeah this is what i think about black friday Okay. I think this is what you get up and you say, you people mean so much to me. You people that gathered here and traveled here to share a meal with me and my family. And we're all here showing our love and appreciation. I'm going to leave you all now, and I'm going to go out and buy you a sweater at 40% off so (laughs) that I can wrap it and put it on the Christmas tree. I mean, that's sick to me.
0: It's sick that people are so eager to get discounts for the ones that they love. Is that what you're saying?
1: Well, no, they're right here. We're all here together. Thanksgiving. That's the whole point of Thanksgiving.
0: I see. And instead, you're running out to shop. Right. Well, I do find it ugly uh, that uh, a lot of them have Thanksgiving sales now. Like Walmart I ran think all that's these
1: terrible. Yeah,
0: and because uh, here's my theory: is that you know the beginning of Christmas has crept. Uh, earlier and earlier at least over the course of my life to the point that it's starting to creep past Thanksgiving now and i think yeah. that we as a culture cannot allow this because i think that thanksgiving has to be the last bastion you know thanksgiving is is not an easy holiday to commercialize right it's, it's right. all about giving thanks for what you have you know it's right. it, it's it's hard to turn that into a message about going out and buy buying something which is why black friday is such such a big deal Because now all the, you know, corporate America says, woof, all right, that's done with. Now, bye, bye, bye. And, you know, okay, so this is the agreement we have set up. Once Thanksgiving is over, they can go crazy, but they can't go past Thanksgiving. And into Thanksgiving, no.
1: No, no. I think that was really, really terrible. You know, to me, it reminds me of when Jenna was a little girl and we used to call um, dinner the meal before dessert. (laughs) Because <laughs> yeah. that's all she cared about. That's
0: right. That's so funny. Yeah, that's what Thanksgiving is. It's the meal before dessert for the uh, big box stores of America.
1: Let's get this out of the way yeah. and get on to the important <laughs> that's stuff. right.
0: No E D, no treaty.
1: That's right. Yeah. <laughs> that was our saying. It's sad. It's very sad to me. And I realize that Thanksgiving is also troublesome for a lot of people.
0: How so? You know,
1: as far as families and
0: yeah, yeah. and
1: tensions and stuff, yeah. <laughs> and there's lots of jokes about that, and and I get that, but this seems to really complicate it.
0: Boy, it does. And I was interesting to see this year. You saw a number of uh, stores saying we're not going to be open on Thanksgiving so that our employees can be at home. And I exactly that's right. God, that's
1: the whole point. That's the whole point. Well, I'm I'm very anti Black Friday, just so you know. If, okay. if I didn't emphasize that.
0: question. Cyber Monday? Do you participate in Cyber Monday?
1: <laughs> you know, I just I just saw that. Oh, and let me tell you also, Concord called it Plaid Friday.
0: Oh, Concord, New Hampshire. Yeah. Plaid Friday. Plaid Friday. And why, why is that?
1: Well, I guess that's much more palatable than Black Friday.
0: Did they dress the town up in plaid?
1: No. No, but some of the merchants handed out uh refreshments.
0: Plaid refreshments?
1: Well, I don't know I didn't go. I didn't go, but I hope next year they're gonna call it Unicorn Friday because it's so freaking absurd.
0: <laughs> Just call no it whatever you what want. You call it. Yeah. Oh I see. I see. Did Plaid you look it up? I looked it up. Plaid Friday is uh shop local and independent. It's the uh, fun indie alternative to big-box store Black Fridays.
1: Well, then what the hell is Small Business Saturday?
0: Oh, I didn't know there was a Small Business Saturday.
1: Oh, it's this is really getting complicated. This is too complicated for me. <laughs> I, I'm too old for this.
0: Okay. So we got Black Friday, Plaid Friday, Small Business Saturday... And Cyber Monday. Cyber
1: Monday. I don't know. And let me tell you, boy, those ten percent deals are just rolling into my email. <laughs> Ugh, don't bother me. You know? Yeah. Yeah.
0: All right. Speaking of things that we're thankful for, I understand you had a good experience at the post office lately, and I think we should we ought to share that because the post the United States Postal Service has taken so much stick on this podcast.
1: And deservedly so. <laughs>
0: But they did something, just let's tell the listeners something nice they did lately, though, right? Didn't you have a good experience?
1: Yes, yes, yes. I went up to the post office, and the lady that I secondly had some trouble with up there, turned out she's the new postmaster, and she's really very, very lovely. And on first meeting, things did not go very smoothly. She wanted to write my name down. Oh for some right. reason.
0: She wanted to write your name yeah. down because you did not have the key to your mailbox right. that day.
1: That's right. I she see. was going to write my name down. And
0: you took great umbrage at this.
1: Well, I did. I said, that's ridiculous, and you're being silly, and no, I'm not going to give you my name, and I left. But then when I went back in a week later and claimed to claim a package, they said, oh, yes, oh, Bonnie, Bonnie, yes, your package is right here. And when I came home, I said to Dad, well, they know who I am at the post office.
0: Yeah, they always do. <laughs>
1: nice. But she helped me carry a big box out to my car the other day. And I thought that was very, very nice of her. And it makes me wonder, there must be so many people out there that are so much nicer than me. It makes me thoughtful, but... I can't really change who I am, but I really admire those people that don't hold a grudge, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah, because she, she certainly could.
1: Yeah, I would.
0: You made her first days very tense, after all. She probably went home and cried after that don't write my name down incident.
1: Maybe. Well, after I called her ridiculous. That, you know, I don't know. Didn't seem to faze her, though.
0: Well, I, I, it's nice that you could uh, take away a little lesson from that, I suppose. Be nice to the post office people. Just be kind to your fellow man, really. Do you think you're uh, going to carry I know, that?
1: I really yeah. I'm going to really have to take that on a case to case.
0: I thought I thought you might. Yeah.
1: I I can't commit to a whole thing.
0: No, but apply it selectively perhaps.
1: I'd like to. I would like to be the person that has that first reaction of, you know, walk a mile in my shoes and mm-hmm. roll, let it roll off your back. I would love to be that kind of a person.
0: Right. But you have a car. You don't need to walk a mile in anybody's shoes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Anna seems like a very kind person.
0: Anna, my wife, is wonderful. Anna, who uh, noticed that we always talk about her on the podcast. We'll have to have her on sometime soon. She wants to help out on one of the reviews.
1: Really? Tell her to get her own show.
0: (laughs) Uh, And lastly, before we get to our reviews, uh, you uh, had a message for Jimmy Fallon. You're going to direct this to Jimmy Fallon now, I understand. I
1: am. I really am, because this is just so getting on my nerves. I can't... I just... I wish somebody would tell him this for me.
0: Okay. You watch The Tonight Show, and what does he do?
1: He announces, you know, we have a great show, and here we go, and here's so-and-so. And and he gets up out of his chair and walks to the edge of his stage where there are then two steps, one, two steps, that the guest has to come up. He comes and stands on the edge of the stage, and when the guest comes out, they step up one, and then he's right there sort of hulking over them. Yeah. And the hug or whatever they're going to do is so awkward. It happens, it's happened a million times now, and he doesn't wait for them to come up the second step or go down to the bottom and greet them. It's very, very awkward. I think someone really should address that.
0: I've never noticed that.
1: Well, it makes me feel very uncomfortable.
0: Uh, It does. It's just, oh, it feels like someone's going to fall over just picturing
1: it. Right. Right. Or stick their hand right in your face or, you know, I've never seen anything happen, but it seems like it would be so easy to rectify that. And may I say this? Yeah. That he had Carol Burnett on. Oh, wow. Wow. They did some sketches and whatnot, mm-hmm. and they talked about her uh, memoir,
0: uh, and then they
1: talked about Tim Conway's memoir. Right. And I'm never going to read a memoir. I think I will read a biography, but not a memoir.
0: Oh, so you read Tim Conway's memoir? I did. And uh, what was it like? I know the problem we had with, uh, what was it, the Martin Short one is yes. that you uh, thought there was just too much name dropping and not enough stories.
1: It, it's just like, it's just like reading Cotton Candy. There's just nothing there.
0: <laughs> so what was, the, uh, what was the flaw in Tim Conway's memoir?
1: You just kept waiting for some meat. Yeah. He just kept waiting for him to tell a really great story or something that was really funny. And everything that he said was almost, almost funny. You know, and I think the problem is that Tim Conway is a very funny man in person. It doesn't translate to paper.
0: All right. So Tim Conway's memoir is a pan, and you're going to be off the comedian memoirs for a while now. Is that what I gather?
1: Well, I am, but now I'm wondering, is, is that really the essence of, of a memoir? Or does somebody have a good memoir to recommend to me?
0: A good show business memoir?
1: Yes. Oh. Is there one?
0: Well, let's ask the uh, folks on the tweets.
1: Let's ask them.
0: If you have a good comedian's memoir to recommend to mom, tweet her at MoxieNH, M-O-X-I-E-N-H. And, hey, if you have room, tweet me in there, too, at John Tatey, J-O-H-N-T-E-T-I. There you go.
1: All right. Maybe that will, uh, that will help.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, should we get on to our reviews? Sure. All right. First up is Toy Story That Time Forgot. Toy Story That Time Forgot is a new ABC Christmas special from the Pixar folks. It stars all your favorite characters from the Toy Story Mega Franchise Plex. The half-hour show focuses on Trixie the Dinosaur, voiced by Kristen Schaal, as she seeks a place free of make-believe where she can be true to her reptilian heritage. But a playdate with the latest Battle Dino action figures shows her what happens when toys take themselves too seriously.
1: Where is everybody? Hello? (coughs) Hello?
0: Hey, motion-activated room sentry. Impressive. Oh, look at them! They're like Dinosaurs Plus, with the armor and the little red spears. (laughs) Easy there, little doggy.
1: Speak swiftly, foolish Outlanders, or suffer my battle blade.
0: We are savage warriors. Eager to slake our endless thirst for conquest. Toy Story That Time Forgot debuts Tuesday, December 2nd at 8, 7 central on ABC. Mom, will you be watching?
1: No, I already saw it.
0: <laughs> well, do you want to watch it again?
1: I hope I never hear about this again. <laughs> I thought this was terrible. I thought this was pure... What is the right word? Pure... Crap! <laughs> <laughs> this was so. This was so pandering, and uh, yeah, this, this just this kind of irritated. Me. This really pissed me off. This thing.
0: There wasn't much to it, and it wasn't much of a Christmas special.
1: No, the only mention that I I noted was that it was two days after Christmas. That's all I got
0: yeah yeah I mean there yeah, that's it. There was a Christmas tree up, and uh I guess so I guess the kid with the dinosaur toys he had a really he's a bit spoiled, it seems, uh and he got everything he wanted for Christmas, but um he has not even played with the dinosaur toys.
1: and they have all unionized and become an army
0: yeah, yeah, it's uh it was kind of bleak for a Christmas special wasn't it
1: Yeah I mean I just really think it's very sad to call this a, a Christmas special This is this is sort of like the things that you find that you used to find at uh Bradleys that which was a
0: Bradleys very wow
1: a <laughs> discount <laughs> store somewhat like Kmart that you would find for a $1.99 that you brought home to amuse your kid for Seventeen minutes, you know. Yeah, I did like I did like the little cat,
0: the
1: I, little fluffy cat that said uh, profound things. I
0: thought I thought the whole thing should have been about the cat.
1: <laughs> I agree. It's, it's, he, she, I guess, would say, "Joy you give to others is the joy that comes back to you."
0: <laughs> that cracked me up yeah.
1: every time that came on the screen and yeah. said something. I thought that was hilarious
0: limitations are the shackles we place on ourselves
1: (laughs) wasn't wasn't that sweet
0: yes i laughed every time that little kitty had a line and i guess that's really as much of the cat as we needed but i sure enjoyed it every time that cat came up again
1: i did too i did too so it's really a, a about a dinosaur battle and um that's about what it was so maybe little boys would really enjoy this
0: it did seem a little boyy didn't it
1: i did it did to me yeah
0: even though the girl bonnie is the main human character you know she's the one that the uh, our beloved um buzz lightyear and woody belong to right um it it it's it was a little heavy on the on the dinosaur battles
1: i agree and i think a little boy would like it somebody that isn't looking for too much uh story. You know, right. there's a very there's a very specific age little boy I think that would enjoy this. I I hate to say that, but
0: I think that's right.
1: Well, you know, maybe maybe it's a disservice to little girls. I don't know.
0: Well, I think that the that the episode is a bit of a disservice to little to little girls.
1: Well, really, the episode is a disservice to humanity. <laughs> I I re I really resent I really resent that you're going to put something out that that is really not very good and and try to sell it to us as a new Christmas tradition. I just I find great fault with that.
0: I think that the sin here is that this you know I I did a little, uh, little research, uh, namely I read the Wikipedia entry about this uh, Christmas special, and wow. Yep, yep. Yeah, yeah, I know. Hey, only. Only the best for this show. (laughs) And uh, it's said that this was originally conceived as a six-minute short, and that sounds right Uh, to me, doesn't it?
1: Yes, that's exactly what this should have been.
0: Because there's about six minutes' worth of story, and then there's just long toy dinosaur action sequences in the middle. I mean, that's most of the middle, right? Yes. I expect better from Pixar, don't you?
1: I do, I do. That's why it. That's why I was surprised that it was that it was so disappointing, you know. And I said, "Oh my God, how can you keep going into these uh, discussions of reviews and you just you just don't like anything?" I'm. That's really not who I am.
0: No, I know. Well, I kind of set you. I mean, new Christmas specials. It's. It's not like we were likely to find a hidden gem here. We could have, but I think it's. We a- could have. It's a low-probability enterprise. I mean, maybe you loved How Murray Saved Christmas. I don't know. We haven't gotten to that yet. But um, I'm making an educated guess that probably we have two losers today. Yeah. <laughs> and
1: there should be a, a bigger word than losers.
0: What do you think the lesson is for kids here? Because I thought it was a bit muddled.
1: Muddled? There was, the lesson was go out and buy some more <laughs> Toy Story toys. Quick, ask your mother and father for them for Christmas right now. That's what the message
0: was. The moral, I guess, ends up being that you should be whatever you want, and you should experiment and, and play and take on different roles. Uh, and I think that's, uh, that's a nice message. But I also think that Trixie kind of had a point in that she wanted to be a dinosaur. She was a dinosaur, and she wanted to be what she was good at. I don't think there's anything wrong with that either.
1: So you, you really think that in this pile of horse crap, there's a message. You think there's a pony in the pile of crap.
0: Well, I, thought the, I think there's an attempt at a message, yes. You know, at the end, the little boy puts down his video game and starts to make believe, and he uses his imagination.
1: Oh, my God. But doesn't that warm the cockles of your heart?
0: So really, the message is, don't play video games.
1: Why does everything have to have a message? Why can't it just... Be what it
0: is well every Christmas special has a message except perhaps for M- how Murray saved Christmas should we talk about that now
1: <laughs> I'm gonna try and say something positive here let me look through my notes okay
0: here. while you look through your notes I'll tell the folks about how Murray saved Christmas which is an hour-long NBC Christmas musical starring Jerry Stiller as Murray Weiner or Weiner I forget which probably Weiner <clears throat> right ma? Was it Wiener? I think it was probably Wiener. Jerry Stiller as Murray Wiener, a Jewish lunch counter operator in the town of Stinky Cigars, where all the holiday mascots live. Murray is enlisted to save Christmas after Santa is knocked out by a rogue toy that was built by Edison Elf, this adventure's plucky sidekick. They hopped in the sleigh and sped off like a comet.
1: What are you doing? I'm going to vomit. I've got one rule, but shorty, it's basic. If you go too fast, I'm gonna get slay sick. Why don't you drive? On Dumbo and Jumbo, on Mason and Dixon, on Cosmo and Kramer and Richard M. Nixon. That wasn't even close.
0: They made their first stop, Eddie fearing the worst. Murray fell down the chimney and landed head first. Ow. Ooh. How Murray Saved Christmas debuts Friday, December 5th at 8, 7 Central on NBC. Mom, will you be watching?
1: No, no, I'm afraid I won't.
0: (laughs) You will not be watching How Murray Saved Christmas either. Hmm, all right, tell us How about you? Will you? I don't think so, but I, you know, the people tune in for your impressions, so let's hear what you think.
1: Okay. Well, this was based on a book.
0: Oh, I didn't know that.
1: Yeah, it was based on a book. Um, I didn't read w- the ric- Wikipedia. Wikipedia really <laughs> let you down, didn't it? <laughs> that's,
0: that's exactly right. I did not read the Wikipedia entry for this one. Okay, based on a, have you read the book?
1: No, I didn't realize uh, that it was a book. Okay. And well, here's my first question: Who was this aimed at? I I don't. Yeah. Who do you think this was aimed at?
0: I think it's one of those cartoons that is is for kids, but it's trying to include some jokes for adults too, and I think probably ends up being mostly incomprehensible to both parties
1: oh i this was the most offensive thing here Here was one phrase i I wrote down the you know this was the ls and they're they're singing how hard they work and they don't yeah. get paid. And, I know which one it's, it's going to be
0: because I wrote it down too. go ahead,
1: yeah. They work off their heinies. They work harder than the Chinese. Okay, so there we go, Asia. We're 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 rhyming you with heinies. How do you take that?
0: Oh, we work 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 work. We really bust our heinies. They hire us for this work 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 because we're cheaper than the Chinese. That's the actual line.
1: I almost fell off the couch when they. (laughs) I know. So did I. I was appalled! And that's that's only one! I know! Here's another one is Doc Holiday, the doctor, went to school in Columbia.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, they do the Columbia joke, yeah. Columbia, Columbia. It was
1: awful!
0: Oh, man, yeah, there were a lot and, of and, moments like that. What about oh. the... Um, what about the convenience store owner? The uh, yes, Apu. The Apu. It's like Apu with eight arms, and he says, "I'm Vishnu. I'm Vishnu. Wouldn't shoot me." Uh, good lord!
1: <laughs> well, that's why I got confused, and I thought this is not clever enough for adults, and it's really not what you would sit your children in front of. <laughs> I, you know, there's lots of talk of vomit and smelliness and, um, the, the town is, is called Stinky Cigars.
0: Yeah. None of it is very, uh, I, I see how it could work in a sort of quirkily illustrated kids book, right? Which I imagine is what this originally was, right?
1: Uh, yes. Let me look. That's what I'm assuming because I, uh, I did read in the credits that it was based on a book.
0: Oh, yeah. See, that's exactly what it is. I'm looking at it on Amazon now. Are you? Oh, the illustrations are, are beautiful, yeah.
1: Beautiful? Really?
0: Well, they're, they're actually a little grotesque, but in a, in a stylized way.
1: Oh, well, yes. That is beauty. That is the definition of Take beauty. Take a look
0: at it. I think, I think you'll see that they're not bad. <laughs> I can see how it works as a book anyway, but yeah, it's got all this...
1: Uh, I had a lot of trouble with this one. I really did.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's an hour long too.
1: It was painful. It was really painful, and and even at the end, Murray sings a song about how he's gay. How? What no, was that? How gay he?
0: How yeah, that's right. No, I
1: can't. I can't say this right.
0: Well, he just sings over and over. He's he's gay today, and he's feeling gay on Christmas, and he says it four or five times, and then. You have the reaction shot of all the other holiday mascots, the Easter Bunny and Lincoln and whatnot, uh, glancing around like, oh boy, Santa's, or Murray's gay? and He says, I don't mean it that I way. Thought this,
1: this really seems to me like somebody, some old, clutchety person sitting in his house and saying, you know, I hate everyone. I'm going to write a book about it, and then somebody put cute little pictures with it or something it's horrible (laughs) i can't wait to see who puts advertising on it would you advertise if you had a product would you advertise on this special
0: no no i wouldn't i don't uh, i'm just surprised i mean none of it really offends me it's it's just that it's all a lot of it is in poor taste can we say that I don't think we need to oh, go so... Yeah. I wouldn't go so yeah. far as to say it's offensive and I'm grabbing the smelling salts, but there's just a lot of moments that I think, mm, boy, I would have gone for a different line there. You know? I would not maybe have said... you didn't
1: you feel that way every two minutes?
0: I did. I did, honestly. I couldn't believe it when there was another one.
1: You know, and it's all in that sing-songy... Cutesy little music. I, I think. I really think. I mean, picture yourself if you're you're um, a gay parent, perhaps, uh, sitting on the couch watching this with your child. Yeah. <laughs> or you're Indian, and here's a stereotype of you know the the Seven Eleven guy. It's 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 really it's very offensive. I I, I just can't imagine. I mean, can you imagine? for instance, you know, Oprah Winfrey coming out on her show and saying all these same things like this, she'd she'd be stoned off the stage.
0: I'd like to see it. (laughs) Wouldn't you like to see Oprah Winfrey come out and say, I'm Vishnu, I'm Vishnu, you wouldn't shoot me.
1: (laughs) Good Lord. You're missing my point.
0: i'm not i get it i get it yeah it's it's definitely beyond the pale a lot of it hey what about the woody allen groundhog Jeez, that's timely
1: you know it's sort of it's the sort of thing that you'll watch and then you'll all need to go take a shower (laughs) right
0: oh god yeah, come on! This
1: is this is really offensive.
0: It, it's all right. It's 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 bad. Um, but the strangest thing, Ma, is that Murray is clearly Jewish, and yet that's not explicitly acknowledged at any point. All the other ethnicities <laughs> and religions come in for their moment, but the title character who saves Christmas—I feel they should have acknowledged at some point that this is not his people's holiday that he's saving. He's making an extra sacrifice, but they never talk about that.
1: Yeah, I think Hanukkah was the one thing that got out unscathed. Yeah, no. Oh, boy. Oh, wow. But Murray does save Christmas. um, And uh, he used to have a holiday of his own. Uh, uh, He used to have a whole parade as Murray the Milkman.
0: Uh, And then
1: here, sadly, when milk could be bought at a store, he lost his fame and his wife.
0: Yeah, his wife, the Statue of Liberty. I guess it wasn't his wife, it was his girlfriend, right?
1: Oh, I thought it was his wife.
0: Uh, no, no, it was just his, you know, they were they were a couple, but uh, he wasn't married. Because, you know, divorce is frowned on in uh, Murray's faith, if he has one.
1: Well, I think we're really reading into this
0: <laughs> Did you notice that after many of the musical numbers, they'd have someone grumble about how long the musical number is? You know, they'd have one of the <laughs> characters, know. like at the end of the anthem at the beginning, all the characters say, oh boy, we really need a shorter anthem. And that ruined the whole day. And I just thought, yeah, I agree. So why didn't you make the musical numbers better and or shorter?
1: You know, I'm going to tell you something. Daddy and I saw performers the other night, musicians on, on the television. And two of the guitarists... Um, started playing to each other, dancing towards each other, playing towards each other. Do you know what I mean? Yes. And I sort of got to feeling like, well, what the hell am I doing here? <laughs> you two are entertaining each other. I'm here at home trying to figure out what you two are all about, but really all you two care about is uh, each other. And I, I, think, I think maybe that's what the special was like. It was like... Um, hey, Bill. I'm going to put something in here about uh, being gay. I love you. You're gay, and I'm going to put something in here. It just seemed a little incestuous.
0: It's funny you say that. I think that's. I think that's right. I. I was thinking that a lot of these are the jokes that come up in the writers' room, right. and you say, "Oh, ho, ho. I guess I know." I mean, I wouldn't really laugh at any of these, but you know, maybe the writers thought they were funny. It's the kind of thing you say, "Oh, ha ha." but we can't actually use that, you know, and that's... A, right. Oh, yeah, right. that would be funny. Of course, we can't do that, though. But and they just decided to put it in. We can do that's that. That's right.
1: It's, like, it's, it's exactly like when Mary Tyler Moore um, did an episode where she had to update all the obituaries in the files for the newsroom, and by the time they got to the ends of things, they were a little punchy. It had gone late into the night, and so they wrote a very hysterical... Obituary for Chuckles the Clown, who then died, and then they read on air the ridiculous obituaries.
0: One of the, maybe the best episode of Mary Tyler Moore ever, in fact.
1: One of the best, for sure. Yeah,
0: yeah. Should we give out grades? (laughs) What is your grade for Toy Story that time forgot?
1: Well, I'm going to go easy on that one and give it an F.
0: Okay, and you're great for uh, how Murray saved Christmas.
1: I've never done this before, but this one is getting an F, F.
0: <laughs> oh my God! A double really? F. This is a historic a moment F. in Mom in the annals of Mom on Pop. Never before a double F fortissimo right. disapproval.
1: Terrible, terrible, really. So sad. So very sad.
0: Too bad, Jerry Stiller. You know, you want Jerry Stiller to do something good.
1: Well, you know, he picked it. He picked it to do it, and he needs a new agent if this is the best they can do. Yeah. Really? I mean, why not go out on a high note if this is this is what you've sunk to?
0: Oh, really? You think Jerry Stiller is going to kick it pretty soon? Is that what you're saying?
1: Well, no. I mean, as far as showbiz.
0: Oh, you think his career is over after this? Wow. <laughs>
1: Well, you're very brutal. good at putting words in people.
0: <laughs> you heard it here first. Mom thinks Jerry Stiller's <laughs> career is over.
1: <laughs> All right, let me ask you this then. Yeah. What is, is there one Christmas special that you enjoy to sit down and watch?
0: My favorite Christmas special growing up was Frosty the Snowman. Uh, but oh. I have not seen that in a long time, and I thought we could rewatch that for uh, our last pre-Christmas episode of Mom and Pop in a couple of weeks. Would you like to do that?
1: Love to do that.
0: And what's your favorite?
1: Is the Peanuts.
0: The Peanuts one, which I think we'll have a lot to talk about, because I don't care for that one as much. Or I haven't historically, oh. but I'll give it another look and we'll talk about it.
1: All right. All and right. we're going to have a contest.
0: We'll have a we'll have a contest on the next one. So we'll have a contest. We'll talk about old Christmas specials. We did a couple new ones, and we're going to do a few classics next time on Mom on Pop. Sound good?
1: And also, and also, what are the best and worst things to find in your Christmas stocking?
0: That's right. So think maybe that should be the contest. Oh, okay. So we'll, perfect. We'll, yeah. we'll, we'll do that next time. Okay. All right, Mom. Thank you, as always, for your insights. And uh, I'm sorry, as always, that I made you watch this uh, lousy stuff.
1: I'll get even with Get Christmas.
0: <laughs> uh, so long, Mom, and so long, listeners. Thank you so much for tuning in. Hey, review us on iTunes. It really helps us get the word out there. Tell your friends if you like the show. And uh, listen to Serial Serial, the AV Club's podcast about serial, which seems to be the most popular Pop culture on earth right now. That's serial *Serial*. You can search for it on iTunes. This has been Mom on Pop for Bonnie Tatey. I am John Tatey. Thanks for listening. So long for now.